This is it, my darklings. You've waited 149 episodes to get here. Webster's Dictionary defines 150 as a number. And we are finally there on this program. Thank you so much for joining us. This is your Paranormal 60 special guests, Chachi, the Colonel, and Greg, the Paranormal Detective, and you, our lovely Darkling audience, are going to join us. As a matter of fact, if you were watching social media today, I put out a link so that you can actually join us backstage and join the program. Should you like to do that, we would love to hear from you right here on the Paranormal 60. I'm not going to stand here and listen to this baloney. He won't know. He doesn't stand for baloney. Sounds like a lot of supernatural baloney to me. Supernatural. Perhaps... Baloney, perhaps not. Ah, good evening, my darklings, and welcome back to your favorite paranormal hotspot. This is the Paranormal 60. I'm your host on this journey. And for our 150th episode, I know we're taking a stretch. We're going to actually have the news guys join me. Why? Because they're my buddies, and I want them here to celebrate this milestone. 150 150 updates. It feels like we just started a little over a year and a half ago. Getting that'd be 150 episodes. I guess it's not so remarkable after all. Now let's just scrap it. All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Everybody have a good night. No, let's bring on the boys, ladies and gentlemen, my right hand man, Senor Shashi. What? Oh. <laughs> oh, you are just, are you trying to get me in more trouble on Twitter? I was just, oh my gosh, these quarter pounders from McDonald's. You're delicious. You're the worst. You are the oh worst. Oh, my God. For anybody not following the drama, listen, how, dude, this is one of the most ridiculous couple of days I've ever had. I can go on and support, you know, the LGBTQ world. I can go on and support, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. I can go on and support uh, any part of the fascination of the paranormal that we talk about and people are pretty accepting of all of this, I go on and happen to complain that I got a undercooked quarter pounder that's still pink in the middle. That's never happened to me. I'm 55 years old, Josh. Never once had a pink hamburger from McDonald's. I post about it, a little irritable, a little crabby. I didn't think I was starting a war. Then I post the picture of my wife's cheeseburgers, all messed up, and people are coming at me out of the woodwork. Because I happen to say you get paid 15 bucks an hour. Customer service is worse than it's ever been. They're messing up 75% of the orders. And this is what I get. And you would think that I got on there and said, you know, Hitler's not such a bad guy after all. I probably could have gotten away with that and not taken as much crap. Holy God, I can't believe the amount of abuse I took over the last two days. Here's the good news on though, social Dave. media. What's that? Because of all of this. I don't know yes. if you've seen. I, I just got back from McDonald's. They're now carrying screwball. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Is that is that how they're trying to get me back in? They're going to release the, there's the Grimace birthday bag for November. They're going to come out with the Dave birthday bag with screwball and a McRib. And look at some of the employees already had some of it. 
15 bucks an hour, right. Dave, right? I mean, <laughs> that seems about right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together, your hand over your heart, whatever you feel best to do to honor this veteran, the one, the only, the martini sipping colonel. Dave, thank you for having us. I'm glad to be here this Wednesday or faux Wednesday, as we like to call it. Yeah, this um, is a, this yeah. is for Monday. This is for Monday. Uh, yes. Yeah. Try, yeah. Thank you. We're a little worried about the party goers that you seem to hang out with. They seem like a very lackadaisical group. Are they working part-time at McDonald's? They are actually. Well, no, actually some are. I, I told them, be quiet. We're starting the show. And uh, they're just like kind of like, yeah. So yeah, they're right. having a good Works time. Right. We're having a good time. Celebrating the 150th uh, show of yeah. this very. You know what? I got to give credit to. Uh, the guy where credit is due because for the 150th episode, mm-hmm. um, Chachi's wearing a paranormal 60 shirt. The Colonel's got a 150 shirt, right? Um, and the next guy went above and beyond because he actually paid to have a billboard outside with our 150th anniversary episode banner. Impressive. Ladies and gentlemen, he might become my left-hand man. This is... The paranormal detective, Greg Lawson. Hey, Greg. Hey, old buddy. How you Man, doing? It's nice out here. Look at it that. It is beautiful. Park, Look at that. Baby, park, bird. Lean, up, lean over a little bit. Let everybody see the banner. Look at that. He paid wow. to have that billboard. Put. Could you just Impressive. stay like that tonight? Oh, well, yeah. What, what back, really costs me is to keep everybody out of the park right now it, for yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you uh, are a detective. The Flying to California where it's still daylight, too. That was a lot of lot of money, too. The Kraken. Or Minnesota, Marty. You've been here. It's still daylight here. Right, yeah, <laughs> really? Good God. All right, listen. Uh, I've got spooky. I've got the spooky green olive Bloody Mary mix. My right. my uh, crystal skull vodka. Mm-hmm. And here we go to begin this evening's night. We don't even have news stories to mess up, so this... Could go one of many different ways. Dude, Start drinking. Just I drink. downloaded my stuff. I printed it up, and I've been practicing for like the last two hours. <laughs> That's mm. awesome. Yeah, great. Well, um, yeah, we'll can, get to you. Yeah, if we don't get it, if we don't fit in the news tonight with you, we'll do it on fourth Wednesday. hour. Fourth hour. Yeah. Was that for Was that for Wednesday? <clears throat> what? No, no, no. Probably tonight. Later on, though, we got to get to it, guys. I just came back from my event at the Palmer House. I had uh, Jamie Houck, the psychic there. I had Bill Chapel, the uh, paranormal engineer, the Tony Stark of the paranormal realm. Mm-hmm. And I had uh, the lead singer of Skillet, John Cooper. Uh, you might know Skillet. him more as Holzer Files, uh, Shane Pittman. We were all there. We had a great time. I played a couple of EVP for Marty before the show. I'm going to try to get those loaded so I can play them on the air on Wednesday night's show. Marty, what did you think? That was pretty cool, wasn't it? Oh, man. this It's crazy, man. It is crazy. Yeah. It's almost like, well, I'm not going to blow it, but yeah. you got you you to listen to the show. A lot of activity. A lot of cool stuff went on. We'll talk about that on Wednesday. I'm, I'm looking forward to it, and I'll play some of the EVP we captured. And if any of you out there were a part of it and you caught any cool evidence, email me, Dave, at Paranormal60.com. That's Dave at Paranormal60.com, and we will share it here on the air. Uh, guys, I invited our Darklings, our fans mm-hmm. from around the world, to join us on tonight's show to share their stories. Now, our green room is currently full. That's the backstage area. We've got wow. full. So if you are trying to get in and you can't, 
just keep trying. But if you're watching live, when you see me say goodbye to somebody, wait a beat and then try to log back into it and uh, try to join us on the program because we would love to have you. And uh, I think uh, uh, I think Winnie is watching on YouTube. She can put the link up on YouTube for our YouTube viewers to uh, join us there. But let's get to the guy who's been waiting the longest to join us and celebrate this 150th episode. And a little bit later, we have a brand new Paratune. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How long, how long has he been waiting? Who? The, the, our first guest, Richard? Richard. I told you, Rich, Richard checked in about noon yesterday, and he has been waiting <laughs> patiently backstage. Yeah, and he is here uh, to share hey with us. Richard, <laughs> welcome hey, Richard. to the show. Thank you. Hey, it's an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you, gentlemen. Great to have you. Who's behind you? On this show? I kind of got shocked when you said that. I'm like, uh, <laughs> is he on the right show? It's yeah. an honor and a privilege. You know, I started watching your show about two months ago. Uh, I was having a really rough day at work, and uh, you know, I was watching um, uh, Devil's Perch, yes. and I heard something about uh, the Paranormal Sixty somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, let me check out this podcast while I'm at work, and I have nothing to do." And uh, I saw, I think, the last two Fridays uh, that you guys awesome. were on Fridays, and then you were like, "Oh, we're going to change it to Monday." I was like, "Oh no, I want to drink on Friday. I can't really drink on Monday, but..." <laughs> There you go. Luganitas on a there Monday. And it's my birthday. So, Dave, I hey, wanted really hard to be here. <laughs> and I wanted to thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. I wanted to share my story with you. But I want to let you know that, that you guys always lift my spirits on Wednesdays when when the boss is being a jerk. And, and I just had enough of the nonsense. I didn't know you worked for Greg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Greg, you it, said it's you were going to start doing that. Halfway through the week. He's up for exactly. It's nice to Monday. wrap it on Friday, but it's also nice to hit it halfway through the week. There you go. I, while doing the show, I'm getting the someone is trying to enter, but the studio is full. Please ask someone to leave if you'd like a new person to join. Greg, thanks a lot. We appreciate you being here. Uh, let's get that. No, I'm just kidding. Greg is still here. Um, I like I said, folks, keep watching, and you can be a part of the show. So first of all, happy birthday, Richard, from Thank you. the four of us to you. Uh, what you, story gentlemen. do you have to share with us tonight? Well, my story is uh, from a very young age. I, you know, I'm a sensitive. Uh, I've never really physically seen anything. I've had manifestations come in dreams. Uh, and, and it's not all the time. It's just a kind of random. And sometimes it'll be, I'll have this very vivid, weird dream and, and uh, maybe a month later, you know, I'll tell one or two people and a month later, that exact thing happens. So uh, I went about 10 years ago, my, my better half and I, we were living in Chicago at the time, adopted a, a Rottweiler puppy from a shelter. And I, I have to tell you this just to, to, to get to the meat and potatoes. Uh, he was about a year old and he, we were in a, a forest preserve. And he ran out onto a frozen lake in the middle of nowhere in, I think it was February. And he was about 15, 20 feet out there. So stupid me went out there on my stomach and try, thinking, oh, I can crawl and grab his collar and pull him out. Well, I got about maybe six, seven feet from the shore and I fell the whole way through. I had a heavy coat and, and heavy clothes, heavy boots. And I went in and I popped right back out and I, and I, don't remember being scared or I just remember taking a huge gasp of air 
when uh, I came back up and I tried to reach for Rufus. Uh, this is him. Oh, hi, Rufus. What a handsome. <laughs> handsome uh, yeah. But he's passed away, uh, passed away two years ago Wednesday. Oh. But this is where I get to my story. So uh, he... Yeah, I tried to reach for him, and I, I couldn't. Richard, I, I don't know what I don't know what you've done, but suddenly it sounds like you're uh, two tunnels away from us. Tap your earphone or something, or wherever your microphone is, and let's get you back. Sorry about that. Not much, but it, we can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, sorry about that, Dave. So you felt. I tried to, he, he was a couple feet away from me and I kept trying to call him to come to me because there was frozen ice between us and he just wouldn't come and it got to a point where he literally turned around and he acted like he was trying to swim away from me and try to get up on the ice so you know I didn't panic I was just like I remember thinking wow this is crazy this is how I'm gonna die and I remember trying to turn around and look at the shore because I honestly thought well if something happens to you somebody's gonna know that that I was trying to get out if somehow my dog got out. And I, yeah. I just, I, I kind of like just made my peace. And, and, you know, I actually said to God, you know, God, if we both drowned here, then, you know, please give me some kind of help or give me some kind of sign that, that somebody's going to find me because that's what I was really afraid of that, that we're going to freeze over. And then, so uh, it wasn't 30 seconds later, I felt. A really firm tug, and I'm not joking about it, a really firm tug on my shirt or on my jacket. And then I, st I started feeling this pulling. I'm like, and I kept trying to turn to look at my right to see what that was. And obviously, it was my dog grabbed a hold of me. But I can't explain how he got that far without me hearing ice crushing or breaking. And, I, and then at some point, I heard him splashing. He was actually pulling me to the shore. And by that, oh. my hands, my, my leg, to waist down, I was completely numb. But uh, I, he was able to give me the shore, and he got out and was shaking, and he was all excited. And I dragged myself up on the shore, and I'm vigor you know, I took all my clothes off, vigorously rubbing my legs and arms, and we were able to get home. But long story short, is we somehow had some kind of unspoken bond after that, Dave. Um, so two years ago, Wednesday, uh, he was very sick for about a week, and we I took him to the vet three different times because he wouldn't eat, he's vomiting. And uh, the vet kept telling me, oh, he has colonitis. We had just gotten another puppy for him, for, for uh, a companion. And the vet kept saying, oh, it's colonitis, it's colonitis, he's fine. So I'm like, no, it, it, I just had this weird feel, something else was wrong. So uh, the, last, we, the third time we took him, he was passing, in that week, he started passing blood. So we took him back to the vet, the vet said, oh, this is normal, it's just stress from his insides. So that evening, about three o'clock in the morning, he came into the bed and he never like climbed up on me, but he started climbing up on me and woke my better half up. And uh, he just collapsed on top of me and went into a seizure. So we rushed him to the, the emergency room for, for, for uh, animals. And uh, long story short, they did a, a scan. They said, well, he actually has, um, I'm going to try not to choke up. He actually has uh, a cyst, on, several cysts on his spleen. One of them burst and it was bleeding into his stomach. So he needs surgery. And I said to the vet, well, if this is your dog, what would you do with him being eight years old? And I knew he was getting older because he was getting slower. And he said, well, my dog's the same age. The dog had the same surgery and he's fine. Well, uh, we were there at the hospital. I didn't want to leave 
And we were there maybe 13, 14 hours before he was, they said that he was stable. So again, this weird feeling came over me and I told my better, if you want to, we were allowed to watch the surgery. And I told my better half, if you want to stay here and watch, I'm going to go in the car because I'm not feeling so well. Uh, I mean, it was an hour later. I got a phone call. You need to come in here really quick. And when I went to the, the, the surgery window, I actually saw the surgeon doing this. And I'm like, what is going on? And it's like, oh, they're sewing him up now. But did you see what the nurses are doing? They're actually giving him CPR. Like, what is going on? I thought this, he was fine. And they no, he had a heart attack. But uh, so after that, um, the, it was about a half of an hour before they asked me to go into the room. They said, well, we've given him everything we can. His heart is stable, but we can't wake him up. And, and uh, they said, you need to go in there and start talking to him. So I talked to him probably for 10, 15 minutes, and there was no reaction. Then I saw the, the heart monitor going crazy. And there was two nurses in there with me. I said, hey, what's happened? They're like, oh, you're shaking him, and you're really certain, so you're exciting him. And, and he sh woke up shortly after that. And I thought, okay, we're out of the woods, because he literally got up and tried to get up off the table. And the nurses, two nurses grabbed him and laid him back down. I'm like, no, 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 you need to lay down. And it, it was maybe... He didn't wake up again after that. And I was told that that's probably his way of saying that it was time. So uh, we we came home that evening and this was maybe like 11 midnight. So we'd almost been gone almost 24 hours and uh, we got to the garage and I told my better half, you know, I can't go in the house because I, I can I can feel him. And, and I know if I go into the house from the garage, I'm going to see him and I can't take it. So uh, I took a walk around the neighborhood and uh, the following morning, Dave, I was getting out of bed and I walked down the little hallway into our master bedroom, bathroom, and I made a right. And I'm not kidding you. I saw Rufus in his full form sitting in, in front of a window near my toilet, full form, his ears were up and he looked exactly like that. Oh. And, you know, I literally, I stopped, I took a gasp and I stared at him for a few seconds because I thought, oh, this is just my mind. And he didn't move. He just kept looking at me and I closed my eyes and I turned around and walked out of the room and I used another bathroom in our house. So I didn't say anything to anybody because I was like, you know, they're just going to say that, oh, you know, it's, it's your stress. It's your mind, your brain trying to protect itself. Well, nothing happened that day. The second day, Dave, the next morning when I woke up. So I have a habit of closing my blinds at night in the whole house. In the morning, as soon as I wake up, I open all the blinds. There was a, uh, there's several windows in our patio that face the back. And there was a, a big, big tree. You, and there's a bench in front of these three windows that face this tree in our backyard. He would always sit there. And he loved, we had uh, all kinds of, um, I've, we since removed the tree, but we had all kinds of birdhouses and bird feeders. So he, he seemed to like to watch the birds come and go. But the squirrels were a trigger for him. So he'd go and chase, he'd jump off that th that bench and chase the squirrels. And then he'd come back and sit there and wait for them again. The same way it uh, is with Greg. <laughs> uh, the, second, the second time I saw him, which was the second day, I open, I started opening the blinds. And it was the same. I saw the back of him, Dave. And it, this time his ears were down. And what was strange to me, and I knew that this wasn't just a figment of my imagination. I actually saw through him this time. I could actually see the tree, I, but but I could tell that that was clearly him. And, you know, I quickly closed the blind and I went to go into another room and I started praying. Oh, dear God, you please take this vision from me. I, I can't handle this now. And then, of course, I'm thinking, you know, I'm losing my mind. So that night I started telling people and they're like, oh, you know, Rich, if, if this keeps happening, we're really worried for you. I'm like, no, 
nobody else seemed to see this, Dave. So the third night, believe it or not, I was with uh, our pup, my, I don't know if you can see her, the <laughs> Belgian yeah. Malinois oh, yeah. over there. So she was only like three months old at the time. She, I was laying on the couch and watching the Hoser files. And it was like maybe 11 o'clock at night. And she jumped on the top of the couch and she jumped off it and she started barking. And then I, that's when I grabbed my phone and I started taking a video. So she ran down the hallway towards our offices. And then she turned around and went to my bedroom and acted like she was just following somebody or something. And then she went to my back door and she stood there for a second. And then she came back to, onto the couch and, and that was it. So I've never, since then, I've never seen, I've never heard anything. So, you know, my, my better half said, well, I think Rufus is finally at peace. I, I think that for some reason he thought he needed to stay here and, and make sure that everything was okay. So that was the story I wanted to share because I've never seen anything uh, physical apparition uh, apparition before hmm. well that's at least you've you got a connection with someone you loved you got kind of that last chance to see him run and play and be in there that's beautiful uh pets don't leave us i don't think they leave us uh, for a while you know we we lost uh, our cat scarlet almost two years ago and oh, we'll I'm be sorry. in bed we'll be in bed and you can still feel something leap up on the bed and walk over, lay down on one of us. And it's, you know, we still have four cats. Um, so, you know, it's, it could be, you think it's one of them, but you, you wake up or go to pet them and there's nothing there, Yeah. but, but that happens. Richard, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you for oh, sharing your you. story with us. We appreciate it. Oh, sorry. Um, go. <laughs> what was that? Thank you for having me, Dave. It's a privilege and an honor. I love you all. Thanks thank so much. You, buddy. Yeah, Richard. Thank Thanks, you. Rich. Thank you. Okay, I keep cutting him off. He's like, uh, he's like, I, right, I try to end the story and he keeps going. <laughs> I know me, exactly uh, what that's like. Yeah, I, I bet you, you do. do. <laughs> Let me remove him and we will bring in our oh, next. Now, come in? somebody's left, folks. That Ooh, means you can keep trying. Going. I keep, I keep getting uh, notifications. You're trying to get in. As somebody goes, jump on and we'll try There's to get room you in, in the end. Ladies and gentlemen. All the way from the great state of confusion, Ben Turner is with us. <laughs> hey, Dave, great, great to meet you. Um, been following you for a short time. Um, love you guys. My my question or my little story is really short, but it's more in the form of a question. Okay. What I a long time ago, I was living in Bisbee, Arizona. You probably know that, um, mm -hmm. or know that place rather. Um, was in a church of all places. Um, I used to play drums there a long time ago. Okay. Uh, was there late one night playing on the, uh, um, I also ran the audio visual stuff. So when nobody was around, I'd use their computer because it was better than mine at home. I was playing crisis right. on it at the time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go figure. That probably, that probably uh, lost me some points there, mm -hmm. but um, was there late one night was playing away and um, you know, I thought it was like five. I look up and it's completely dark. Okay, no biggie. It's a church. How much trouble can a church be, honestly? But you could hear somebody, like a little kid laughing and some moving around in the side room. And it was, I thought it was no big deal because we had a, a cleaning person that would come in at night. Well, okay, I fumble around, find the lights. There's nobody else in the church. Ooh. Okay, now my question is, this now that that led to my question rather. Mm -hmm. How often do you think that stuff like that occurs in church? Is it very rare, or 
I don't, you know, I, I posted a video not too long ago on my TikTok and uh, Instagram of a preacher that was in church. He was trying to gear people up for what's going to be coming up this week in the sermon. And the podium kept falling over. The flag started swaying on its own. This isn't something they would try to promote, obviously, but I've spoken to a lot of pastors and priests, uh, holy men and churchgoers that have been there and have seen things happen at the churches it's i think it's it happens much more than you would think you know and here's the deal i always wondered well why i've been told that we do attend our own funerals so maybe the spirit kind of hangs around there and listen if you find yourself in a crisis point you know you passed away maybe suddenly and not sure what's going on the church may be the one place you feel comfortable going to. So that would make sense of why there would be spirits kicking around in there. Um, there's a lot of churches that have, uh, you know, they're doing photographs of baptisms or this, that, and the other, and like old priests that used to be there show up in the photographs. So it does happen. Hmm. Well, yeah, thank and, you for that. Dave, yeah. think about, I mean, all of us, Marty and, and, and Shachi and I and you, we've been to a ton of churches in Europe. Right, uh, you know, scores of ter- churches in Europe and, and also cathedrals, and a lot of those uh, have very very strange uh, histories behind them. But they also over there they ha- also have people buried in the floor and in the walls mm-hmm. too. Oh, so yeah. you know, there's there is that. Um, but yeah, man, <laughs> it's like, it's like Chachi's house; he's got people buried in the walls. Uh, right. well, let's not talk about that though. That you oh. see his <laughs> when you walk into his foyer that all that marble, that white marble, is actually children's bones that have been it's a money changer i can't i can't even ben it's just you and me going forward we're just i can't i cannot all right ben thank you so much for uh being a part of the show tonight sharing your story we appreciate it Thank you, Dave. I must admit, I always thought your your show would be a well-oiled machine starting out. Now I see <laughs> the man oh. behind the curtain. We're, we're well-oiled, all right. Yeah, we're very oiled. That's, Bubble that's gum great. and popsicle sticks, yep. Yeah. You, you guys take care. Love you. Um, have you, a great man. evening. Take Thanks, care, man. Too. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Funny. All right. Let's, uh, we'll move it on so we can keep shuffling people right. in. Uh, let's go. We've got one more guest we'll get to before we go to a break, a very short break. But ladies and gentlemen, we are about to go international all the oh, way from yeah. Canada, right down by the Texas border. Wow. We've got Grace popping on. Hi, Grace. Hey, Turn on your Grace. microphone, please. <laughs> Come on, Grace. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, rookie. Yeah. Welcome Canadian. to the show, Grace. Thank you. Yeah. This is, I think, your first visit on Paranormal 60, right? Yes. Uh, You've been with me on Darkness Radio and Beyond the Darkness, I think, in the past. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Welcome to this program. Thanks for being here. What have you got to share with us tonight? So I actually have a kind of like a weird paranormal experience that's been happening since last year that started last year. And it's been going on. It started at work of all places. And I'm a teacher. And um, so I'll just share the the few things I've been happening and then get you guys input if you want. So sure. Last year, my cousin and I went for a hike. So it started the day before. My cousin and I went for a hike, and we were foraging. And we were basically alone in this path. And I know, Dave, you hate the outdoors. But it was perfect spring kind of weather. Like, there was a light snow, no mosquitoes, no bugs. It was a perfect hiking condition. 
And how so we're working. I'm trying to make it sound alluring. It's <laughs> not going to work. Enjoy it. Was it. So beautiful. it was fun. It was a breeze. No bugs. No. Okay. Just, you know. I, I've been out in the wilderness with Dave, and he does not do well. Not at mm. all. And Marty whines when you climb on his back for a ride over the water. Mm -hmm. He's such a baby about it. Come All right, on, so I please was... go ahead. Beautiful walk. So we're going no forward. mosquitoes. Good Perfect going. Yeah. Condition. And anyhow, so mm -hmm. we're having a conversation, and she was kind of a little bit further, about ten feet away from me, and she was asking me a question. I told the whole another second. I think I hear people coming, right? And I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. A good, good five minutes probably go by, and her and I are both just kind of sit in there. I'm like, okay, that's where we both heard like an audible whisper, like a female's voice, like kind of like whispering. I thought nothing of it. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's the wind carrying, whatever. So the next day I'm at work, tell my coworker this. So I have to set the story. So my school doesn't start till 8.30 in the morning. So we're there, 7.30, quarter to eight. We're the only two in the hallway and she's in my classroom. And I was telling the story about my hiking experience and that weird voice I heard. She, and she's like, oh, okay, that's weird. And then she's telling me what's happening to her, like what she did on the weekend. And all of a sudden, we both heard from directly behind me, a male's voice go, hello? And his cadence, like in that voice. And it stopped her and I in the conversation. And I looked around and like she looked behind me. I looked behind me. There was nobody there. And it sounded like it came right behind me. My friend's a not a believer. She gets freaked out. She knows I collect all my creepy dolls. Every time I talk about it, she literally does a sign of the cross. She goes, nope, 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 nope. I don't want to hear about it. So she looked at me. I said, what? And so I buzzed the office. We went outside. I started going around the classrooms. There was nobody there. So thought nothing of it. So this year, a lot of weird things been happening in my classroom. So a few months ago, my coworker and I were sitting there, you know, helping my students. And all of a sudden we heard the door of my classroom latch, like, it's one of those kind of like the newer doors that kind of you have to pull the handle up and close it. Mm -hmm. We're sitting there and we both heard the door latch open and we both looking around. I'm like, there, there's nobody there. My students are kind of looking around like who's coming behind or who's coming through the doors and they saw nobody. So my friend, she looked at me, she's like, okay, that is really weird. I said, yes, I agree. Fast forward a few weeks ago. It's, you know, working with my students. I'm working one-on-one -on -one with my or rather a group of my students and I hear my somebody humming. So I said, okay, guys, great. You guys are humming, but we're trying to do independent work right now. Please stop the humming. It stopped. And I heard it again. I stopped. I was worried with my students. I said, I stopped. I said, I'm sorry, guys. I have to stop. Like, who is humming? This is very, very distracting. Like, you guys need to stop. And I was asking a few of my students. I'm like, was it you? They're like, no, was it you? And I teach grade one, right? So mm -hmm. they lie, but not to the point where, like, that you don't get in trouble. Do you know what I mean? Like they like little white lies. So I asked one of the students, like, did you, was that you? And I was asked, and they said, no, no, no. And then two of my students both looked at me and they're like, Miss Hope, we both heard that. And now my students are hearing these voices as well. And this is being ongoing, like weird things in my classroom of like, you know, disembodied voices. Like I said, that male voice is like, Humming it sounds like a child's voice, which is kind of creepy. Yes, mm -hmm. work in a classroom, and people think like, "Well, it's like your kids are joking around." I'm like, no, it was not them because they would have said it's so and so and so. Like, and they all like the two of them that we both heard this, or like all three of us right. heard, and they're like, "Yeah, we heard that too." 
and they were yeah you're right Kid, kids are the worst they would have been pointing it out to who did it and exactly yeah. totally tattling yeah. um well your hello story reminds me of being with uh, grant wilson at the uh, stanley hotel as we were walking down one of the hallways uh and didn't realize that there was a fan around the corner he farted and it sounded like it said hello and as he walked past the woman goes oh hello so that was the he, first thing he that does came to that me. all well, the time. I don't yeah. know. That it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. So, uh, well, listen, you're in a school. There's mm-hmm. a lot of charged energy in a school. You've got mm-hmm. all these kids, this chaotic energy. Um, and, you know, they're terrified. They're excited. They're happy. They're scared. They're, you know, uh, missing their family. So there's got to be a lot of imprints there. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've got to guess that's a, a ripe condition. I don't think you necessarily have to be dead to haunt a location. I think some of the trepidation from these kids and trepidation. If you, yeah, well, you like that trepidation. Ah. It's on my calendar of the day you gave me. So the other thing to consider is do you have any special needs kids in your class? I don't know. Is that the right term now? Yes. Yes. Be, it's, okay. it's still, I actually have five, uh, four kids with, um, who are on the spectrum, the ASD spectrum. Yes. So here's my point. Some children on the spectrum project. Mm -hmm. So you very well could be hearing what's going on in here, the humming that they do to calm themselves while they're working. And I believe that, that some of the kids on the spectrum and there's now they're doing more work and and research on this, but I think some of them are very sensitive Mm -hmm. and I think can project. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if some of the noises and things you're hearing are actually coming from the special needs students projecting it into real time, into real world and not even realizing they're doing it. Because if you hear things, right? Like you hear things in your head in a song and then it happens to be on the radio, you might not even realize it because you're just hearing it in your head. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that could be part of it. I don't know. That's just one of my theories that I've been talking about. And I've had, you know, we've got a couple of special need kids and I'm friends with some parents that have them. And and a lot of us believe they're very sensitive and have abilities to see and hear and experience things that a lot of us cannot. That is funny. You'd say that because I had a student and this will be finishing the kind of continues with the story. Uh, But two years ago, she's also on the spectrum and I had her and she was always very quiet and she would only say certain things they know. She just, she became obsessed with certain like drawing, whatever, which is fine. So um, my students all know I love Halloween. So they always say like for Halloween, you know, decorated and everything. So last year, she's now in my friend's classroom. And like, she also knows that she's very quiet. But one day she came up and she knows she's very tired, right? And she's like, you know, more quiet than usual. So my friend, and so she's like, are you okay? She goes, no. And she's like, I'm fine. But, you know, I've been sleeping well. She goes away with that. She goes, because the little boy in my room won't leave me alone at night. Hmm. Yeah. And so my friend, she's like, uh, she she called me right away. She's like, uh, how do I deal with this? She's like, what <laughs> yeah. do I say? But you're right. Some kids, you know, they will um, they will say things and they know things, but the weirdest one that I still think it's the weirdest one was that male voice saying hello to me. Like that one is just still cannot explain how. And very it was. cool stuff. Well, you yeah. know, you're Canadian. You're very polite there. I wouldn't be surprised. It goes through just like, hello, eh? And then right out. The take off. Yeah. yeah. Take, take off. off eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very cool. Grace. I miss you. I hope we get to connect again sometime yes. soon and see you out in the real world. Thank you. Bye guys. So much for joining us Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We care. appreciate it. Hey guys, can we get a little drum roll, please? Hey. 
Check this out. Boom for the 150th episode. Richard, oh, our guest. My gosh, congratulations on 150. Thank you again for having me on the oh show. Love God. you guys. A That's donation awesome. of $150 to the program. Thank Richard, you, Richard. Richard. Richard, keep That's watching because awesome. next week is our one millionth episode. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. We got a one millionth minute episode. We are definitely <laughs> going to be a part of it. Thank you so much, Richard. Incredible. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's don't awesome. you know? Hey, folks, don't feel that you should try to step up to that level. You could just start <laughs> off with fifty dollars donations. I know yeah, we had an earlier one. Small. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> so many great things, so many great guests, so many great people popping on. Um, like I said, some have dropped off now. If you've been trying to get on, this is your chance to try to get back in to the green room, and we will add you to the show. Uh, we do have to take a couple of uh, quick breaks. Do First, we? I want to mention coming up. On July 1st, I'm going to be at the USS North Carolina in Wilmington, North Carolina. Are you ready to investigate history with us? Get Haunted is hosting me in for the weekend. I would love to meet you and investigate the USS North Carolina. You can get information at darknessevents.com. This weekend, I'll be in Baraboo, Wisconsin at the Celebrity Old Saloon Ghost Hunt and Paracon all day this Saturday. It is free to get in from like one o'clock to five. So you can come on in and meet me and I'll have autographed pictures and hugs and all kinds of fun stuff. You can come on. And then that night they've got uh, ghost hunts and VIP meet and greets and a bunch of cool stuff. Tickets are still on sale. Again, you'll find more information about that by going to darknessevents.com. Then the pop-up Paracon Midwest Paranormal Conference taking place Saturday, July 8th from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Woodstock Opera House in Woodstock, Illinois. I would love to see you there. A lot of great guests. And Shane Pittman's just been added. So you'll get to see me, Chris Fleming, Shane Pittman, and a host of other awesome speakers on all different aspects of the paranormal and supernatural. And Chachi looks good in our Paranormal 60 shirt, but not as good as Danny from Get Haunted. She is modeling our Paranormal 60 shirt, the Darkling edition oh, yeah. here on the image for you. We do have uh, the shirt out, four different backs to choose from. Don't scare me, I poop easily. Darkling, Paranormal Talk Radio, or Words is Hard. That is our catchphrase every Wednesday here on the program, the beautiful Paranormal 60 full color image on the front of the shirt. Ooh, yeah. The shirts start off at just $25 for small through XL, double X is 26, triple X 27 and four and up 30 bucks that shipping a, here yeah. in the United States only. We'd love for you to get a shirt. If you'd like to email me, Dave at paranormal 60.com. That's Dave at paranormal 60.com. And we will make sure that you get a t-shirt so that is you that can how support you do and love the show. Yeah. Dave at paranormal 60. Yeah. .com. Awesome. All right. Hold tight. We'll be back. We've got more coming your way right here on the Paranormal 60, 150th episode. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. What's the first thing that you'd do if, say, you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Maybe take a nap, read a book, or just show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're like me, you think, I can get through a lot. 
and we can. We're a resilient species. However, there are times that we need to reach out that hand and get a little help from somewhere else. That's what I did with BetterHelp. When I reached that limit and I realized things were getting a little bit out of control, instead of taking it out on my family or taking it out on myself, I just decided to reach out and get the help that I deserve. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy, my darklings. Get BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com P60. Do that today. You're going to get 10% off your first month. That's better. Help, H E L P dot com slash P sixty. It's time to take control of your life. Dave's here rooting you on, and if I can do this, you can do this. Let's do this together. BetterHelp dot com slash P sixty. There's a link for it on today's program guide. Innovation, creation, vitality, and joy are the pulse of MySoulTopia.com with many custom creations for the mind, body, and spirit, along with classes, intuitive sessions, coaching, and healing energies. MySoulTopia.com strives to bring sophistication with a twist to the metaphysical and the holistic market, while raising the community's vibration and channeling the new paradigm, which means new and exciting adventures for all. MySoulTopia.com is utopia for your soul. Visit MySoulTopia.com, your one-stop shop for all your metaphysical needs. Offering hand-selected crystals and crystal jewelry with prices to fit every budget. MySoulTopia.com offers the best selections of tarot and divination cards by top designers. Expertly curated and award-winning book collections with top authors on every subject you'll need on your spiritual journey. My Soultopia is also proud to offer the finest singing bowls and an eclectic collection of the most amazing gemstones, crystals, and crystal jewelry from the top metaphysical designers in the world. MySoultopia.com is always your one-stop shop for award-winning mixes of Florida water, sage spray, and other spiritual protection. So begin your journey with the best resource, MySoulTopia.com. That's MySoulTopia.com. Why mess with the rest when you can start with the best? MySoulTopia.com. Again, that's M-Y-S-O-U-L-T-O-P-I-A.com. Haunted Magazine is a publication dedicated to all things paranormal and spooky. Each issue features articles, interviews, and stories about ghosts, hauntings, and other unexplained phenomena. The magazine also covers topics such as cryptozoology, UFOs, and other aspects of the supernatural. Expect to find in-depth investigations of haunted locations, first-hand accounts of ghostly encounters, and reports of paranormal events and attractions. The magazine also includes features on the latest ghost hunting technology and techniques, as well as tips for those looking to search the supernatural on their own. 
issue 37, The Frights of Spring, will be in stores from March 6. So remember, don't be normal. Be paranormal, and order your copy today. All right, we are back. This is the Paranormal 60 150th episode. We're having a good time tonight. We've got all of you to thank for that. There have been some people clearing out of the back green room, so there are spots available if you've got the link, and I'll have Winnie put it up again in the live YouTube stream so that you can find it easily. We'd love to have you join us on the program to share your stories. Now, let's join Eric P. Eric, where are you uh, checking in from? Hey, I'm checking in from Georgia. Georgia, uh, welcome to the show. Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, listening to you guys for about, same as Richard, about two months at All work, right. you know, just bored at work, and I'm like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's just drunk guys. This, you know? <laughs> I like it. Well, welcome to the show. What did you want to share with yeah. us? So, I used to live in Pennsylvania, uh, mm. so, you know, one haunted state to another, and I um, went to Gettysburg a few times, and the first time I went to Gettysburg, I never... I always like never really believed in anything that much right. and you know and i was just like came to a point was like you know that's pretty arrogant of myself being like oh this doesn't exist blah, 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 you know so <laughs> i don't know but i want to experience it firsthand and first time i went nothing really happened you know just voices and i was just like okay and I was like, I want to do it again. And I did it with a professional like company. I forget what the company name was, but um, did an investigation with them. And that turned everything around for me. Um, we're, we're in the woods. And for about the tour was about three, supposed to be about three hours long. And we spent about two hours in one spot in the woods because I was like, I don't want to leave. This is <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, we heard the we heard a whistle, and couldn't didn't know where that came from. And I was like, do it again. Like I was trying to be a tough guy, you know. And <laughs> and I was just like, do, do it again. <laughs> and the whistle happened again, like right on cue. And I was like, well, okay. Some, what's going on here um got a evp saying it was uh, like a soldier named richard and i was like oh hey richard like let and like it's like let's have a drink together let's go sit over here on this rock and you know trying to do that there was no wind that night it was summer mm -hmm. about august or so there was no wind and i was like for me to believe in you make this weed turn it was just a big weed that was out of the ground it's like make it blow do something and this weed just started doing this and started turning mm. and i was like all right what are, <laughs> where do we go from here right <laughs> um that was just that was an experience i do have a photo well, let me ask you, though, Eric, for somebody who needed to have something happen, even though that wasn't like a, you know, cannon fodder over the fields or, or a, you know, mm -hmm. an amputee victim laying on the ground calling out to his, you know, sergeant, it's still pretty cool when you have that. What is, how did that impact you personally? That, it changed my whole world about everything. Like, I, I started, I was like, okay, Bigfoot's real. Like, I was just, that everything yeah. just went just bananas for me um 
especially like later that night, we go to uh, Saks Bridge and mm -hmm. we went there and I know there's a big, there was an oak tree that was um, over there that I think there was um, a woman that may have like been hung at the time because of the times and everything. She, something, I forget what the whole story was. She, mm -hmm. The towns, you know, Native American, she was married to a Native American townspeople found out that whole thing. Right. And I'm about to touch the tree. And the guy was like, oh, no, 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 don't touch that. And I was like, why? And he was like, seven years, bad luck if you do that. And I was like, not touching it. Yeah. Hmm. So that was just a little, I don't know if that's like a local superstition or something, but seven years, bad luck, don't touch this oak tree. Um, I was with one of my buddies and he started to feel weird and he was like why am i about to cry and i was like are you good like i kind of moved away from him a little um, <laughs> nice but, support eric good support go ahead like, squeeze one out boy yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um so i was like are you good and he's like i don't know and we're like maybe you're feeling this woman's emotions right now like this is this is insane um go over to the bridge nothing was really going on um like I, I was gonna say i do have a photo of like i could probably send it to you dave maybe through the email um Please. and you could probably pop up here later. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like it should get there right uh, <laughs> yeah uh it was to me and i i i wanted to send it to you to see if this is legit or not, um, it mm -hmm. looks like a soldier running and you can see the legs, the arm going like this, a hat, like it's insane. That, and I was wow. like, what is this? And this was my second time going out and this guy's like, you possibly have a full apparition like on your phone. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. That send it to me. Dave at paranormal 60.com. Dave at paranormal 60. I've got to see it. Yeah, right we'll share now. it on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, that whole, that just whole game changed my life. Um, and I do have so, a quick little. Er, Eric, Eric um, the, the funny thing is it, it seems like, like for me, it's the little things, you know, it's, it's not like the ghost appears in front of me and says, I am the ghost of Christmas past. And, you know, <laughs> and, and it's all these little things that, if you just pay attention, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's uh, it, it, it it seems to be all these little subtle messages yeah. or something to say, "Hey, we're here, dude. We're here." Yeah. But they can't really, you know. Yeah, uh, like I'm not expecting so, Casper to show up and be like, "Hey, right, like, right." <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, yeah. Um, uh, no little like side thing, and then I just like my mom's old my mom's old house she my mom always told me oh our old house was haunted blah, blah 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 and she was saying that her parents had her sleep with bibles next to her and everything and at my mom's old house i always felt and this is before i even really believed in anything i always felt something was like behind me all the time mm -hmm. like it just was like this heavy and i couldn't explain it and i would tell my mom and she's like i don't know and there would be a couple times like I would wake up with like scratches like on my leg or my arm or something. And then I found out 
it was possibly, <laughs> thanks, it was possibly my grandpa that I never met. Mm. And he was an angry, he was an angry person. He was an alcoholic. Um, and so like my whole, pretty much the whole side, like my guys in my family, like my uncles, a lot of people drink. Um, Let's not start talking about people who drink. I mean, hey, I'm the, I got I got something right here, so we're good. You know? Okay, okay. Well, just yeah, look, Greg's sure. getting real uncomfortable. You see him yeah. the collar turning flaming red there. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, we drink at a at a pace. It's okay. That's right. Um, Much yeah. better. But yeah, it was just like there was always I always felt like something was watching me or something behind me, and I would go to my sister's house. I'd fall right to sleep easy, nothing, nothing around. I go and I would just go back home and be like, man. And then I just started to ignore it. And then that heaviness like went away. And that's when I was like, what is this? And I just kind of emerged myself and like pretty much almost everything paranormal at that point. Well, welcome to the club, Eric. And thank you for being a part of our show tonight and sharing your stories. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Nice meeting you. Awesome, bud. Take care. I like the Macho Man Randy Savage shirt. He was I was going to comment. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Uh, Do I have got... a story to read? What's going on here, man? No, no. This, this is not the news. Back off, oh, man. We've okay. got more people waiting to come on board. <sighs> okay. uh, let's get to it. Uh, we've got Sherry. Sherry, where are you uh, calling in from this evening? Good evening. I'm actually in Tennessee, not too far from uh, Eric there. Oh, right. very cool. Well, welcome to the program. And what did you want to share with us tonight, Sherry? Oh, the stories I could tell. I think tonight I'm going to talk about shadow people. What okay. the no, heck are shadow no. people? I, uh, you know, nightmare fuel, basically. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've lived in two different apartments that had shadow people in them. And I just find them, in, in my experience, they travel in pairs and they just stand there and stare. They're just observing. And I'm just like... Do that somewhere else. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in my peripheral. You're annoying me. That's how Greg and I feel about Chachi and the Colonel. Oh, <laughs> traveling, traveling pairs, and just stand there and stare. Usually yeah. drunk in stupor, but we don't. Uh, yeah, trying I mean, to get a little <laughs> sleep on the couch. Oh, turn, <laughs> turn the did. fan on. You're nice and cool, and they're just standing there looking at you. So yeah. Sherry brought up a good point, Dave, and uh, you know they say that a lot of hotel rooms have some sort of violence associated with them, death or something like that. Do you think apartments kind of go along that line as well? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's where people live. There's, I, I got an apartment after my divorce and, uh, I was on the second floor, the floor above me, the guy paced all night, walking around pacing. It drove me nuts till like three, three, four o'clock in the morning, every night. And finally I caught one of the maintenance guys and I'm like, can you please go up and tell the guy in the apartment above me to knock it off? He's walking till three or four and it's heavy stomping constantly. And he goes, uh, okay, yeah, I'll handle it. <laughs> and then it, it continues. I go down to the main office. I complain to the main office. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look into it. And then finally I catch him again, like two weeks later, I'm like, dude, I've complained to you. I've complained to the main office. Do I got to go up and punch this guy in the nose? And he goes, come on. So we go upstairs. I'm like, oh my God, do I actually have to punch this guy? In the nose? Nose? Yeah, I guess we I go up, go up there. And, uh, he goes, and we wait nothing. And I just heard the walking around, right? Nothing. And he pulls out the zip string with the keys. 
unlocks the door and opens it up and he goes, go on in. I go, I'm not going to go into somebody's apartment. He could shoot me. He goes, nobody's going to shoot you in there, sir. And I walk into the apartment completely empty. He goes, nobody's lived here for about four months. Mm -hmm. I said, dude, I'm telling you, I have footsteps. He goes, I know we've all heard it. He goes, I, <laughs> we just didn't know what to tell you. What, what do you say? Yeah, we're aware of it. And I go, do you know who I am? <laughs> you tell you tell darkness dave you've got a ghost upstairs so i could deal with it instead of listening to stompy stomperton all night long That's right but yes i do believe that uh there's a lot of apartments that have some dark history to them mm -hmm. oh definitely yeah. i had one that when we moved into it i had nightmares every night for two months it, it was the energy there was horrible do you remember i mean you don't have to get into the details but do you remember what the the nightmares were like was uh, it no. a murder victim or something that you know, I, I was just wondering if you ever looked it up to see if there was any, you know, background information on why it might be so crazy. It, it kind of felt like a, a like really violent child abuse kind of scenario. Oh. And it was centered in one of the one of the smaller bedrooms in the closet, like like someone used to hide in there or something. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, okay, now we we got to cleanse this place. Yeah. Jess Finch from the live chat says, my boyfriend's apartment is a shadow figure. He likes to hang out in the hallway or around the corners. Yeah. Time to move. That is messed up. Yeah. Time to move. Yeah. Kind of making you feel awkward. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to share with us, Sherry? I think those are a couple good stories for tonight. Oh, yeah. Those are very good. Sherry, thank you for being a part of our 150th thank episode. You, Sherry. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks for having me. You, you were a pleasure. Thank you for being here. She was also another one that's been waiting in the back room for quite a while. So thank you, Sherry. We appreciate the patience and hey, the Dave. love. Yes. When I was a kid, uh, uh -huh. hanging out around Rockdale, we didn't know much about ghosts or anything like that. And I would talk right. to a lot of the old vets that hung out at the Mac Boys grocery store. And I would uh -huh. walk around. I was a little kid and I would walk around and just go into the different shops downtown mm -hmm. and just see what what they were. I didn't have any money. I just go in there. One day I walked into the paint store. It was like a Sherwin Williams uh, paint store, but it was really small. It was old. You got to remember, it, this is a very old building, 1870s probably. And when okay. I walked in, the old man is sitting at the counter on the far end of the, of the building. And it's those long buildings, those long skinny buildings. Right. He's sitting there and he's staring to my left, just staring. Mm-hmm. And I see him and I kind of walk around and I walk around the pain. I walk around, I look and he's still staring. I walk up and then all of a sudden he, he looks like, he looks like he's startled. He goes, Oh, 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 Hey, I'm like, what, what, what were you looking at? He goes, I see him there all the time. It's just some old man, you know, this, mm. oh, he goes, I see him there all the time. And I'm, I said, see who he goes, and he looks at me and says, the man that used to own this building hung himself right there underneath oh. the stairs. And I see him there all the time. Now, this old man that I'm talking to was an old 82nd Airborne paratrooper from World War II. And I'd talked oh, to him wow. many, many, many times. He's right. a straight up, really, really squared away guy and not, not at all outside the box, very much inside the box. But it's weird, you know, and... People see these things and then they, you know, everybody tells them to blow it off. Oh, it's just your imagination or whatever. And I think it's something else. Really? I think it is. All right. What do you think it is? Are you going to leave us hanging or what? I don't know, man. Just drop it there. Just 
I don't think it's just your imagination. I don't think it's just, you know, um, I saw like, uh, uh, I saw my cat a hundred times walk through the room and then my cat dies the next day out of the corner of my eye, I see a shadow and I think it, you know, it's my cat. And I look, and of course it's not my cat because my cat died last week. So he's not here. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe he is. Yep. Mm. I'm a firm believer. Let's go to Tracy. Although we're just getting a beautiful look outside a oh, back wow. door. There's Tracy. <laughs> Tracy, were you just letting us watch the sunset? Were you trying to show me how long you had to wait that sun was actually going down? You have to turn your microphone on to be heard, Tracy. That's the way we work the show here. There you go. Yeah, that's the view of my backyard. Tracy and I were talking all day today. Yes, we were. Are you sick of me yet? No. Okay, cool. Actually, I just have more of a question. Okay. Thank you. My question is, why don't the four of you guys ever get to a location Mm-hmm. Like uh, maybe once or twice a year and bring right. him and do like the paranormal 60 from that location. Why don't we do that? Mm. Uh, we would, have. but we would set it up and then Greg would pretend to yeah. not know about it. And then exactly, he wouldn't show up yeah. and then he'd complain about how we left him out. Uh, like, you know, two weeks ago when they all came yeah. here and we were going to do that. Exactly. Hmm. Greg, anything, anything, Tracy, I, I would want to say I'll try harder. We oh, did. Thank uh, we you. did. Tracy, <laughs> we did a live episode aboard the uh, Jericho cruise. Uh, the Colonel and Chachi showed up. Somebody else didn't make it. I wonder oh. who. Yeah. <coughs> who, who's, stop apparently, rubbing your shit on the microphone. Mike, this is why we don't <laughs> let him out in public. Yeah. But stop that's rubbing good, your that's shit on the microphone. Though. Suggestion there, Tracy. All I right. think we should do that more often. <laughs> Yeah, more often because I I try and watch you guys every week. Uh, well, myself and you. my girlfriend do, but it's kind of nice that you guys have such a rapport with each other, and just to get yourself to some kind of nifty location, and then that way you guys have not just news stories, but you guys can discuss all the weird stuff that happened at that particular yeah. location would be really cool. Okay, yeah, we'd love. To. I promise. I promise. Oh. I will do it next time. So y'all set it up. Well, great. Chachi and Marty are going to be here on uh, the, the 3rd of July. So you'll Correct. be with them. What are you talking about? 4th of July See? weekend. See, Tracy, yes. this is the same. Oh, time. I guess we'll just be doing it. 4th of July weekend. What I know we're not going to be. Tracy, thank you for watching and thank you for enjoying the rapport or whatever we have, but we have it. Thank you for being a part of it and uh, being a part of our show tonight. Thanks, right. Trace. Thank you so much. Take Bye care. Bye, Bye-bye. Tomorrow. Yeah. Very sweet. How do you know Tracy? She's awesome. Uh, so she, ha- she that wasn't the question. Up. How do you know? Yes. Officer, please. Facts only. Yes. Facts the question only. was, how do you know Tracy? I met her in Liberty, Missouri, and then mm-hmm. she contacted me about the Tombstone event, put me in, in touch with uh, the city of Tombstone, and I end up emceeing the Tombstone event. Wow! Um, so wow. she is the cool. woman for Tombstone. She is the gal for Tombstone. Well, yes. so, so, looking so me- forward to it. Uh, you know what? Real quickly, I just sure. had uh, Blind Dog was in the waiting room. No. And now as soon as I'm ready to go to him, he bails off. Of course no. he does no. because he's in Marshall, Texas, and uh, they had some tornadoes and stuff up there, and so everything's all jacked up. Ah, 
Well, priorities, Greg. Priorities. Okay. <laughs> we do have uh, we do have one more live streamer, and uh, this is a good friend of mine. She's been a friend and a supporter of the show for gosh, 16, 16, 18 years, somewhere along yeah. there. She's got to turn her microphone she on so ro- we can hear she's her. Kind of, she looks like a robot. White, white, she's and a, round. Yeah. Captain Nina, you got to turn your, uh, you got to unmute yourself so we can hear you. Hmm. Are you there, Nina? Nina, oh, my no. friend? I think she might be in Marshall, Texas. I think she lost yeah. electricity. Uh-oh. She fell asleep. It's That's happened before. Uh, Nina, let me know uh, when you're back there and we'll bring you back. Uh, speaking of Marshall, Texas, let's Let's go there now. It looks like Blind Dog is trying to make hey, his presence. Blind Dog. <laughs> Blind Dog, are you there? Uh, I was there. Okay. Well, there we can is. hear you at least, Blind Dog. I'm there. Hey, I'm there. Blind Dog. Greetings. Mud Dog in the house. <laughs> Mud Dog. <laughs> For a while it was Blood Mind Dog, and then it was something yeah. else. Hell, I... Yeah, I don't know. So. Good evening, gentlemen. Congratulations, gentlemen. That's right. Words is hard. Congratulations <laughs> on one fifty. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Never we appreciate we it. That. Never and it. I specifically was going to load up your song, and Greg reported to me repeatedly. He's not coming on, Dave. He will not. We be had here. we had four days of power failure. Oh. And then when I finally got online tonight, it keeps it keeps going off again. So it is a miracle that I am here. What's been up, guys? <laughs> well, it's Blind awesome. Dog, for those of you that don't know, has created some of our uh, stellar Paranormal 60 paratunes. The best. The best. Yes, and he does the official news theme. Um, he's been kicked offline again. Oh. So this will be a good time. Let's do this because we, we do have, um, guys, we have an email. And we've got a song. So let me do this. Uh, It's, hello, Dave. You asked me to send some messages over from LinkedIn along with the MP3 music from my bands that are about the paranormal. Both of my bands have songs and I've written and recorded just about this subject. I'm a sensitive, so I tend to write about the subject from time to time. I have one called Demon in My Window that I'll get to you later. These all have to do with the spirit world, sensitives, etc. The first one, Given Sight, has a guitar lead by my friend Jimmy Bell, who played with the Geezer Butler Band of Black Sabbath fame. Ooh, man. Was in a Whoa. movie with Joan Jett and now plays for Autograph and House of Lords, the bass player who played on that album, the first Fiction 6 album, and who plays on the song is Tony the Fretless Monster Franklin, who played with The Firm and Blue Murder, and my fiction six bandmates played for Montrose, King Cobra, The Babies, what? XYZ, Good and gosh. others. So, of course, he tells Montrose? me that song is called Given Sight. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't choose that song. Is that all right? <laughs> I didn't. But it is time. It's time now for Paratunes. Thank you. Thank you very much. So is here it- we have, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fiction 6 with Whispers in the Dark on Paratunes here on the Paranormal 60 150th episode.
Yeah, fiction. That was shit. good. That was good. How hey, is it? I hear a man like that. You see like, this right here? This is the way I was the whole time. I want to party with those guys. Yeah. That's that great. You song. know, I've, what's I've, up, Chachi? I've, Hold on. Chachi had a point he was attempting to make. Where were you going with that? I've been relatively quiet tonight because this burger isn't sitting so well with me, Dave. Oh, <laughs> I just want to be honest, okay? I think maybe Dave was right about that. I'm going to uh, go on a Twitter rant later. But like, you hear a band like that, and you were like, how are they not all over the radio? Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Well-produced, good-sounding talent. They come from all these other great bands. Just and they had a, a fun America. video. That was a fun video. It's yeah. it's amazing how they they yeah you're right, Josh. You, you just don't hear about them. Like, what's going on yeah. here, man? Well, there's a well, it, it, there's a thing that uh, doesn't happen anymore. It's called radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, they don't point. break bands like they used to. No. Uh, he's also in a band called Kick the Wicked. He has a song called Firefly. We'll play that in a couple of weeks. Listen, I see chaos going on backstage at oh, the Johnson home. Capanina is back. Crazy. And things are going. All I see is spastic camera actions going on. <laughs> things are moving. The whole Capanina, a good friend. Oh, yeah. Look at there. We, oh, hey, we got and Sarah Rose. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. Everybody's there. Congrats on your 150th. So Thank happy you. to be my friend. I appreciate we love you it. You know Thank that. You. Hi, I do. Hi, baby girl. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I have seen. Uh, yes, I see. We Look got at the, the lovely dog tick. too. So I have known Ben, who you see in the background, uh, <laughs> looking somewhat like a, like an Amish serial killer back there, just stalking <laughs> in the darkness. I've known Ben since he was about his sister's age. Am I right? Oh, younger than that. Since he was about wow. four. Wow. Four so, years yeah. old. Yeah. And now he's uh, he's a gentleman, oh, twenty one years old. <laughs> yep, there you go, twenty one. He's from college. He's doing fantastic. Sarah Rose, yeah, is uh, a little sweetie who we I first got to see and and hold as just a wee little lass at the Ouijacon in yep. Baltimore, and now she's uh, she's a big girl. Good to yep. see you guys. We're so happy you for you. Thank you. I, I appreciate. I just have that. to tell you, you, you know, you you love your strawberry crush. Mm-hmm. And at one event, this yes. is many years ago. Right. Um, first phenomenology. First phenomenology. Yes. The first night after investigation. Yeah. <laughs> we're in bed. There's a cart. Well, wait, 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 wait. Now, when you say we're in bed, it makes it sound like you and me. Okay. Yeah, so, let's, so, let's clarify be, that. It would have been little. better if you'd been there, maybe. Wow. <laughs> oh. That's what I always say. Ooh, I know. Her husband, but Major you know. Woody, is not happy with that response. Oh, there, there he is. is. Whoa. <laughs> What's the big man? Um, he is. Get out of here. But, um, uh, yeah, we ended up in, in, our, in our room at uh, the Eisenhower. Mm-hmm. A the carton flew halfway across the room. I didn't sleep that entire night. Yeah. Now the next year, I don't know if mm-hmm. you remember, we were doing it, um, uh, some uh, experiments. Belandra was in another room, mm-hmm. and we were doing experiments with him. I was waiting on you guys to get there, and I was sitting outside that same room. Did not mm-hmm. know it was one of the year before. And I get, I get on my eyeless, hi captain. And uh, so yeah, we had some fun that night. 
Calling you out. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. place, the Eisenhower Hotel, Gettysburg, very crazy. I've had a lot of cool yeah. experiences, very weird stuff there. Yeah. I never want to stay in that room again. Never. No. I Never. don't think you'll have to. They're not doing phenomenology no. anymore. But the Gettysburg no. Battle Bash is coming up in July, and that is a great uh, paranormal event for the raising money for wounded warriors and oh, heroes cool. for hire for children that have terminal diseases. So you can go there. I believe that is around the 15th. Look it up. Uh, it's the Gettys Gettysburg Battle Bash. And it's an amazing event. I was there last year. I would have been there this year, but I'm going to be in Germany and Prague. But if you guys get a chance, you should go out and check that out. Yes, Sarah Rose. Um. So when I wasn't even born yet, Baba. Yes. Yeah. Mommy and uh, when Baba, Mommy, and uh, Daddy used to live in the old house, and right, you know the old house was haunted, right? Yes, I do. And so when Baba was a kid, and. Sometimes he would, sometimes go, little ghost figures would come in the room and pretend like they're sleeping on the floor. And then when mommy thinks it's Bubba, they'll, she'll try and pick him up, but it's not. Do you know who it was? No, it's a shadow figure. I think it was you, Sarah Rose. I think you were coming <laughs> oh, early wow. to visit Called your family, and you were running around as a little shadow girl, Called checking things out. out, sleeping on Bubba's floor. He did dream about her the night I found out I was pregnant. He did wake up that morning and tell his dad, Daddy, I dreamed last night I had a baby sister, and she looked like Elsa from Frozen with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> and boom, there you've got it. There, you there go. I've got it. Very so, cool. Hey, I've got some pretty amazing kids. She's a pretty our amazing woman. family. I, I love yeah. you guys very much. Thank you so much for we being a part you. of my journey and letting me be on your guys' journey. I appreciate so it. So glad to know you. Thank you, congrats, my friends. And congrats. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Take care. Love you guys. They are one of the sweetest families. I've had a chance to know them and work with them for years. Um, so it's great to, to have them stop by for the 150th. Ladies and gentlemen, in Texas, we have made some kind of connection again through the Whoa. portal of time. Whoa. And uh, blind, blind Melon is now back with us. <laughs> um, <laughs> blind Dog. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you for uh, hey. figuring a way to stay online with us. I'm back. That's what I get for having to phone it in. I'm sitting in the entire working studio, but I'm having to use a phone. Yeah. Hey, Technology. Yeah. Dodging and this is better quality, time. so it worked all right. Yeah. It, it, it's fate, man. Huh. So now, what do you want to know? <laughs> I want to know everything. When you are, uh, obviously, um, I, I need to understand, are you some kind of like psychic seer because your name is blind dog yet you notice every post I put up, you see the images, you, you <laughs> guys, he sends me an email today saying, Hey, if you guys all get to be serial characters, then I want to be this guy. And he sends me a picture of sugar bear. So sugar bear was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I concur. You're, you're my this sugar bear. Whoa, wow. I, I I don't even know what to say to that, but yeah, th wow. thanks. Thanks, Greg. Thank, thanks a lot. Hey, there you go. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's just our show, buddy. Just you and I. It is what it is. So, yeah. no, I'm not I'm not some kind of C or anything. I just, the thing is, I'm a musician, which means I don't have a real day job, which gives right. me like loads of internet time. What can I say? I love it. And let me tell you, you are insanely Did I lose uh, you again? what you do. No, you're here. 
We can see you. We can hear you. Um, but you are insanely talented. You've you've created some amazing songs for us. And yep. again, had I known you were definitely going to be on, I would have brought on a song or two to play. Um, but I've got to tell you, what really uh, touched my heart was the fact that you were tuning into a radio show that I was being interviewed on. And I was talking about stuff in my life and, and my struggles with depression and a paranormal experience that occurred at that time and such. And then you, you wrote me this beautiful letter uh, that you felt motivated to write a song kind of uh, inspired by that. And uh, I, I will be honest with you. I played it for my family. My boys love Bruce Springsteen like I do. And you played it in kind of the, the vein of Bruce Springsteen. And uh, I got all weepy. They got all weepy. Then I sent it over to Chachi and I'm like, wait till you hear what blind dog created now. And he's like, no way. I thought that was Springsteen. That is amazing. So there you go. You, what can I say? You are truly a gifted artist. Why are you working with Greg? Uh, well, wow. I met I met Greg and Jefferson, and uh, we went back and did the uh, the second history's haunts and legends. I played sure. I played P sixty songs, and he lectured about them when I wasn't having tech technical difficulties. Not you, great. blind dog. <laughs> the yeah. the person that saved the day was Nikki Folsom. I got of up to get, I got up to play. Got up to play. My mic stand falls apart, and she says, "Hey, I worked in theater. I've got this. I have duct tape. Will it be okay like this?" And I thought, "Well, sure." Greg asked me something, and I turn around, and then when I get back, the microphone is like right here in my chest. <laughs> so when I start to play, I hear feedback. So I'm trying to move to block the feedback, and the mic is right here. So I'm bent down, and I'm trying to move. I look like Joe Cocker on acid. Uh, and crazy. when the show and when the show is over, I'm like, Greg, what the hell? Did you see that? He said, Yeah, I've never seen you perform. I, I thought that's what it was always like. <laughs> I tell you what, hey, everybody in the audience is like this. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki Folsom can take half a soundboard and a couple of wires and do miracles. I tell you what. She's I'm gonna awesome. tell you, she she rocked it that day. Thanks, Nikki. She is awesome. She is amazing. <laughs> Y'all should keep cool. her. Have you have you blind dog ever had a paranormal experience yourself? I think. Well, I mean, I, when I was a kid, I was always interested in UFOs. For me, I don't want to go chasing Bigfoot or cryptids or even Snollygasters. For <laughs> me, it's more the mystical things. But I was always Racist. interested in UFOs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is, man. So. <laughs> When I was this, when I was well, the, just for uh, the record, uh, I don't want to go chasing you either, blind dog. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. The Snollygaster, which, by the way, you need to do the Snollygaster rap. I'm working on you. Know, I'm gonna write that for you. We're gonna we're gonna go tell Dr. Dre with it. Snollygaster love. Oh, it's gonna happen. Wow. I like it. I like so, it already. So anyway, my freshman year in college, my best friend that I grew up in Tennessee with, this guy named Pete. And his family moved to Georgia, and he died. That uh, he drowned that September. That New Year's, I went to visit his family in in Columbus, Georgia, and everybody was gone one morning. I'm asleep on the couch, and it was you know old school phones with real ringers. The phone right. didn't ring; it just kind of you know kind of barely tinkled, and I kind of barely tinkled. I'm older; that happens to me sometimes too. Anyway. So I go in and I pick, I pick up the phone and it's just white noise, you know, basically, uh -huh. you know, ocean sounds. And it happens like two or three times. There was no fear. There was no anything. So finally when I picked it up the last time, there was this noise 
And it was just, you know, kind of white noise. And I just had this feeling in my gut and I just called his name. I said, Pete, like that. And when I did, the phone just went, you know, crackling in the dead silence. And there was no fear. There was no anything related to that experience, except after that, I never looked at anything mystical, spiritual, the same way after that. That's my story, Dave, and I'm sticking to it. I like it, Blind Dog. I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, hanging in with us and uh, the music that you've created for this program. And I, I would like to donate all of the money that uh, people have given to me to you for the music you've done. I mean, I'm not going to, but I'd like to. I'd like that too, Dave. Yeah. So, I like that too because uh, I've been working hard, man, out in the trenches every weekend in bars. I land in the well, land in the mothership of music and love on the soft astroturf of unsuspecting souls. And what do wow. I get? Not nothing, Dave. Nothing. That's not you, true. Man. You get to work with uh, with the paranormal <laughs> detective. I do. I do. It's and it's been awesome. And you guys have been great. You sort of adopted me into the P six mafia. Oh, so that's great. Right. Yes. Awesome. Oh, the P six mafia. I like, I like that. that. You got to get a shirt. I that do. Says that. I do like Taking it. Taking notes right now. P six. Yeah. Mafia. Hashtag P six mafia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Until we're killed by rappers. <laughs> yeah. No, no yeah, I don't think that. that's going to happen. We're, we're way off their radar. Hey, uh, let me ask you, Blind Dog. Um, can you make the songs available for download so people can pay 99 cents and get the awesome songs that you've created for the Paranormal 60? Well, the plan is, the current plan is to get an album's worth of material together and yes. somehow work with you and have the whole Paranormal 60 project. I'd love it. I'd love sort of it. like... Let's- Alan Parsons of the Paranormal. That's that's yeah. me. There you go. I like it. <laughs> Alan yeah. Parsons project of the Paranormal. I like that. Yeah. Or the, the blind dog mafia. diatribes. So the, you're you're yeah. working you're working on one right now. Uh, Greg, Greg, Greg. He's blind, not deaf. You don't have to yell at him, all right? Yeah. Jesus. You're yeah. working on I'm one sorry. right now. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. Yeah. What, what what are you saying? Get the hell off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we're working on right now we're working on the shadow people song which we've had a lot of stuff going on that's kind of been kind of in limbo i want to do the snollygaster thing with you after that i think i want to do a roswell song and then uh, we'll see awesome. what happens from there i'm, I'm all for it Let's greg's giving me a deadline yeah wow. i think what? that's that's been, the, that's been the the problem is is the deadline and all of a sudden you know, maybe if we wouldn't have set the deadline, that'd be good. Yes. Mark, yes, Mark indeed, G you've says, hampered my creativity. Blind dog, not <laughs> Mark, Mark G says he's blind dog, not deaf cat, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's having Greg Nickel difficulties again. <laughs> hey, I, I had them oh. all night long. So there not you go. Not to be outdone, day, day Trooper says, or Deaf Leopard. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like that. that. Is I'm, I'm still going with Blood Mind Dog. Blood Thanks, Chachi. Night, yeah. That was the that was the best. <laughs> that was a hard <laughs> night for Chachi. He he and uh, they're all hard, Marty. They're yeah, all no, hard. Well, Blood That's not what she said. Um, let's oh, ask you now before oh, the show. Before the show, Martin, the Colonel, said that I am to ask you, Chachi, about the hair dryer story, mm-hmm. but that only you could tell it. Would that fit into tonight's program? Ah, that's a good question. Oh, should we, should we save it for the? Oh, see, blood, blood, mind dog wants to hear it. I do. I, want I will to give this, you the. Yeah. I will give you the condensed version. Okay. Okay. Condensed. Squeeze it in. There you go. <laughs> He's even directing the episode now. Squeeze it yeah. in. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Marty and I came to visit you sans Mr. Lawson, correct? Right, right. correct. All right. We're staying in a room. I got to be very careful with how I tell this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A room? Please do. Please two do. beds, one room. Two, two beds. Uh-huh. Please no. Let's do, right? Right. So we have the AC unit on, and it's who, humming like an AC unit this? would do. Mm-hmm. Who, who is this? Where? So next thing you know, around... 1 a.m., I wake up, and I hear what I, I, I sound is like this really loud humming, okay? Mm-hmm. Like an industrial machine. Right. But you know what? Like everybody else says tonight, when you hear something, you just you ignore it, and you go back to bed. That's so right. I, go, I go back to sleep. I woke up a couple more times throughout the night. I hear the, the low humming of the AC unit, but the loud humming of something else coming from the other side of the room, closest to Martin. 7.30 in the morning, Marty wakes up. I hear him go into the restroom. And he closes the door, thankfully. And the <laughs> humming actually comes down a step or two. So I'm thinking, ah, there must be a uh, a fan in the bathroom that we kept right. on overnight. Oh, oh, a fan, yeah. Fan. Right, I know. I, that's that's no, a different yeah. story, Dave. Okay. Right? So he opens the door, gets back in bed. It gets louder again. Does so he I'm nudge like, you to tell you this story? Nope, nope, nope. No, okay. All right, just double checking. So then I get up Uh huh. about 8 o'clock, and I go in there, and in the sink is a hairdryer running that had been running for seven or eight hours. Yeah. Now, mind you, when we went to bed at midnight, it was in a bag hanging uh-huh. where you hang your towel. So okay. somehow it got out of the bag, it got plugged in, it got put in the sink, and it ran for eight hours. And Ch- Chachi, let me get this straight. The colonel went in to, to pee and didn't turn it off. Correct. Okay. And, and obviously, because it was running in the sink, we can also now surmise he did not wash his hands. That's that right. Correct. That's right. That's right. Wow. I, I wasn't going to tell that part of the story, but with so, COVID, everybody well, knows you got to. But he dried them, them forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> this water is so dry and windy. Yeah. Soap was used. His hands. I'm thinking. I'm floor. thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, so Chach is really into like white noise to the point of like <laughs> firing this hair dryer up to the point of like jet engines off of a wow. seven forty seven. <laughs> Imagine like sitting your hair dryer in a sink and it just reverberating. Yes, that's what it was yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why'd you look at me when you said, "Imagine your hair dryer in the sink"? Oh, that's too soon. Are you a baldist? Too soon. Is that I a thing? Is a little too soon there? Josh. So, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh huh. How, how did that happen? I don't well, know. You, you mean well, how did well, you end up rooming with you. Marty? <laughs> that was well, remember originally it was supposed to be me, Marty, and Greg in a room. I had right. a bed, then Marty and Greg had a bed. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then Greg backed out. Remember? I was never people of the planet Earth. I was never told about this. Yeah. You Wouldn't were. it be awesome if Greg had another appliance, like a blender or something? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go, off, go off all at once. Hey, hey Blind Dog, it? we're going to invite you instead of Greg for now because <laughs> I have a feeling you'll show up. I've been. Oh telling, yeah, let, been let the blind guy read the damn story. Sure, <laughs> you couldn't do worse. <laughs> uh, oh wow, you would be surprised. I'm not sure which man. one of us that was directed at? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 at all. 
I don't like yeah. to single anybody out. Exactly. Hey, I do want to single this person out, ladies and gentlemen, Capanina with a $99.99 oh, donation. Incredible. She says, congrats on 150, my friend. I hope you have many more years to go. We look forward to every show. And yes, Sarah Rose stayed up late just for you. The Amish serial killer, too. I can mm. never look at him the same way. <laughs> ben, ben, you know Uncle Dave loves you. That was I was just joking around with you. Thank you so much for the love. Look hey, at the support so and love tonight. This is crazy. Yeah, so Jess Finch has a question. First, going back to uh, Blow Dryer Gate. Uh, does someone <laughs> sleepwalk? Negative. Not on my no. part. Hold on. You know, All both know of is... these guys uh-huh. have those sleep machines, man. What what is that? Mm-hmm. You know, how does that play into everything? <laughs> well, well that's plays top gun is... pilot gear. Yeah. Exactly. Right. One of them right. is Goose, the other one is Ice yeah, Man. Exactly. <laughs> they, they both have the need for speed, baby. <laughs> I'm ghost I'm actually Ghost Rider there, Dave. So are you um, Ghost Rider? Yeah. Sorry, Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Now but uh, I will say yes. when I woke up. Uh-huh. There was a bar of soap on the floor. <laughs> was it melted by the heat? Well, I can tell you, it wasn't used because <laughs> it was still in the package. It's more of a dry rub. He's still wrapped in cellophane. He's not a rib. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is uh, uh, so that's the hair dryer story. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, crazy. Well, Paso, Dave, if I'm not mistaken, yes. along the lines of hairs, right? I remember meeting your beautiful wife a long time ago. I mean, you guys have been together 27, 28 years. And I remember her telling me about when you guys first spent the night together in a hostel. And when she got up in the morning, she had forgotten her hairbrush. And do you remember what she asked you? <laughs> if she could borrow yours. Yeah. Do you remember I that? Pulled yeah. up, I pulled out my toothbrush and handed it to her. <laughs> That's what I used to That's love. daintily get my eye, eyebrows as well. That's love. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen, mm. all the way from the great state of the UK. Not to be forgotten tonight, Ray Lancashire has has mm. chimed in. Thanks for the 150th. Here's to the next 150 what is it, with like four 20 pounds. In the morning there? 20 Don't pounds. Don't worry about it. Don't I love that Ray stays it. up. That's like $100 US. Ray is awesome. Ray, Ray is either a podcaster or a musician that he stays up all night with us. It's got to be one of those. Can you accept things. those that money? With I, I hope it's not a musician. <laughs> yeah, I can accept pounds. Uh, I can accept oh, uh, can, even Canadian, even Canadian cash. I think they accept on this. <laughs> I'm not sure Canadian how it cash. goes. Yeah, but it's uh, four a.m. in the morning. Yep. Four, so anyways, four gosh, that's amazing. When I went to pick up the soap in the bathroom. Oh Which wasn't you. <laughs> Are we still on that story? <laughs> but you know, okay. So, so Dave, you, you, Dave, you know how Chachi like plays jokes and like you know. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I'm like, okay. At some point, he's going to tell me, okay, no, it was me. Yeah, I did it. Nope. A joke is usually something that's funny, Marty. This was right. just weird. Well, this yeah, weird. I don't know how you that happens. Know, well, I guess it was the fact that he didn't turn it off. The thing had been running for seven or eight hours, and he just left it running. <laughs> hey, Anyone man. notice when I came on the show, it got like really weird quickly? What the hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not well, just a nurse just donated twenty five dollars to the yes. cause. Yes, our, our super. super you know, so all the money you. starts flowing in when I start talking about my bathroom escapades. Exactly. Yeah, uh, that, listen, yes. Greg, remember the time when <laughs> no, you and I went hey. to the bathroom? No. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's trying to get the telethon. Hey, money he's trying to get some phone. money going yeah. here. There, Dave. Wine dogs getting some new music ideas uh, <laughs> going like crazy. Soap on a dope, I think, is going to be the name of this song. There, oh. boom. That's it. Boom. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my amazing. god. You so guys, Dave. Dave. Oh god. Yes. Jesus. Every time I try to get out, he drags me back in and yeah. brings you back. So What's do you think now? you'll ever ever play a Blind Dog song uh, that he shared with you? Yeah, when my buddy Greg tells me, yeah, no, there's no way up. Blind Dog's going to be on the show tonight. Yeah. No possible way. But I conquered way. the odds. No possible way in God's green earth Blind Dog's going to be on this show. And do you know what I said to him, Blind Dog? I said, but he wrote to me and asked me and said he'd be able to do the show tonight. So I sent him a link. He goes, it ain't no, happening, Dave. No. That's exactly how we well, said it. It ain't happening, Dave. <laughs> That's because Greg set up he's like a practice session because, you know, blind guy, cameras, you know. You, so anyway, so I get it set up. And as soon as I, and as soon as I sit at the computer, it does that. It just it goes away. And uh, yeah, how do you power know? went out? How do I know that the power went out? It went dark, Dave. Wow. <laughs> well, wow. Dave, you had to go there, huh? It went wow. dark. Oh, really? And the air conditioner really? stops working, and people get sweating, and people oh. become relatively <laughs> bitchy. Dave, Dave, what Dave, what Dave, about Dave, this? Dave, what Dave. about the sink hair dryer? Do those stop as well? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, so uh, we have a good those work support. by magic. That's yes. Right. Dave. Uh, I will tell you what. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, Chachi. <laughs> one time, right? I already have my story uh, for this week. He uh, does. Yes, you have. Right? Oh, good. And I was wondering, and, I just noticed Loki and a couple others are making some comments about it. And I, I sent you the link to my story. <laughs> if you remember? Uh, yes, I From do. Astronomy Today. Uh-huh. You sent it like it really Can I go that. ahead and just let everybody know? No, because Aww. there is a follow-up. There is a follow-up to that news story that was sent to me today. So you have to tune it Wednesday because Wednesday. it is a double pumping, pounding hour of wow. news wow. that you are not going to want to miss. Because uh, oh, Josh, I'll share the the headline with you a little later. Look oh, at that's this. What I, that's what City I look for film. in paranormal broadcasts: pumping and pounding. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gate City Should have stayed with Marty and I. Go ahead. What? Yeah. Gate City Film, $49.99 from Dre Gate and Bobby. City Congratulations. Film. Love Boom. listening to you guys. Love you, Dre and Bobby. Thank you. Thank you so awesome. much. Awesome. Friends of Maybe mine. This, they are amazing people. The way it works is uh, like an hour. One thirty to two o'clock. Everybody's like, you know, <laughs> we just everybody's we'll drunk and out. giving me money. I think I feel like I should out. start. Un, should I just keep on doing buttons to see how much oh, more yeah. we get? I think if uh, we if we go three hours into this thing, we'll have you'll you'll yeah. No brain Should I think another left. bathroom story? <laughs> yeah. I can think of one. <laughs> Dave, remember when you and I went to Vegas? Brie jumps on. She says she will not be outdone. Congratulations on 150 episodes. Dave, Chachi, Marty, and the other guy. Brie Hollingshead <laughs> sends us nineteen ninety nine. Thank you, Brie. Brie. It's going to be nothing but Chachi's bathroom story. So tune in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lord, we're Open gonna bathroom editions. Uh, well, it's kind of <laughs> loading up that way. I can uh, I can assure you, you're, if you like the off the uh, off the cuff stories, you're going to love what we got coming for you on Wednesday. It's and it's a double header. Oh, is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. two stories back to back. So I don't even know. I might just let Chachi deliver both of them. Yes, we're going to go like yeah. two hours. I know anyone that can do that. The last two stories. 
I'll drink yeah, it. Right. Oh God. <laughs> Thomas Wright says, congratulations on the 150. We Yay. appreciate it. Thank you everybody that showed up tonight to celebrate and hang out with us and share your stories. I can't tell you how much we love you and how much you mean to us. Uh, and you do. And blind dog, you're welcome to join us anytime. Anytime. Uh, just, cool. yeah, Thanks guys. You know, Give us a week or two notice, and if you could put it in writing and text, oh, and then call ow. me, uh, we'll try to work you in. And then I'll try to change. I'll change the plans at the last minute, like seven That'd or eight times. Great. Exactly. Yeah, but I'll be I'll working on a new Greg. bathroom story. Let Greg oh, know. Good. Let yeah. Greg know your plans, and I'm sure it'll. He won't show up. Work out. Yeah. yeah. He'll let us know. Yeah. yeah. Marty and Crazy. I used to be so supportive to each other. <laughs> Yeah, the honeymoon yeah. is over. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, normally, uh, you know, when we're all together, we play the Paranormal sixty news theme, written and produced and and sung by Blind Dog. But mm-hmm. I know today him. is Monday, and uh, today we have our regular theme. But what? we will be back Wednesday, full complement, ready to deliver the news to you, our loving viewers and audience listeners around the world. Please remember to rate and review this program. It means a lot to us to do that. Whatever platform you listen to us, please go rate and review the show. It takes you two seconds to say, fantastic, my favorite show. Dave is such a hunk. Give me five stars. Just do it. It, It'll feel better for everybody if you do that. And remember uh, to go to uh, darknessevents.com to keep up with all the cool places that I'll be visiting. And later on this year, Austin, Texas, Galaxy Con, Greg, Marty, Chachi, Dave, Nikki, that's right. We're all going to be there. So is psychic medium Michelle Welsh. She'll be in one of our panels. We're going to have a great time. We hope that you guys will join us there. Until next Monday, when I return with more amazing interviews, and next Monday we go deep into NOLA, ghosts, vampires, werewolves, and creatures that go bump in the night. But before we do that, we'll be back with the Paranormal 60 News this Wednesday, right here, same Dave time, same Dave channel.